Welcome to Talent Republic. My name is Vlado and I'm your elected representative. Thank you for being with me today. I'll be talking about Can Marketers Ruin Employer Brand? There is a common understanding that marketers ruin every channel they use or misuse for advertising purposes. Basically, the good, bad and ugly side of having the internet and social media in our lives is that we are being marketed tons of stuff each day. Email, for example, was just a solid communication channel before we started selling and advertising stuff via emails, which now nobody reads. Marketers are constantly trying to interrupt you with their important message. Even though digital marketing enables better targeting, most of the time this is done in a completely aggressive and non-intuitive way. Can you imagine you are talking to your friend and just before he'll speak about this awesome book he was reading, he starts blabbing for 15 seconds about car tires you can get for a discount. You would just want to slap someone behaving like that in the face and rarely you will feel inspired or emotionally connected to the story being told in this way. So how can marketers ruin employer branding? Let me uh, just first clearly say Marketers are a very important part in building your employer brand and they are clearly adding value. Therefore, their skills and know-how are very important. However, in this episode, I'm trying to highlight a few things which should be addressed when you will be approaching this topic with marketing and communication experts. So first, some of marketers believe that employer branding is a communication and storytelling challenge. What this means, it's usually they want to make nice photos or videos, create blog posts about your company, talk about awards and successful careers, and make majority of content in a PR marketing controlled way. They need to control the narrative, offer shiny and rosy picture about life at your company. Secondly, marketers often see employer branding as external challenge, meaning how the market perceives the organization from the outside. It's logical in a way because their everyday job and business function is to understand perception consumer has about their product and then try to add value to that perception. So consumer is someone who is outside of your company and has very little information about the backstage or what's under the hood and how is this product created. Therefore, there is, it's much easier to impact their perception in some way. Thirdly, majority of, of marketers' work or operational tasks usually have very short-term goals in place. A lot of the things are just a campaign which starts and ends at some point. And before you do a new campaign, launch new product or rebrand who you are. Of course, campaigns can be part of some strategic approach in that sense and they are relevant for business goals. But usually their success is measured from campaign to campaign. In essence, marketing, has, marketing communication has two main goals. To create brand awareness, so that every time you think about some product category like watches, you think about Rolex. Or when you think about cars, your first thoughts are Mazda or Land Rover, for example. Second goal is to add value to the product or service itself. So, so that you feel certain emotional experience and specific user experience when you buy and use this product. 
Is the reason why you feel cool and confident if you wear Air Jordan sneakers or when you go to a famous restaurant and everything tasted better than in some small unknown restaurant, hopefully. This all is mainly happening only in your brain. There is no significant difference between Air Jordans or other basic Nike sneakers or between expensive and average priced meal usually. But you feel different. The bigger the, emo the emotional experience, the more successful marketing communication is. So this perception is what branding is all about. Brand associations live only in our minds and how we feel about them have a strong impact on our behavior and purchasing decisions and some other decisions as well. So the trick is that our minds constantly look for meaning of our actions and world around us. We create meaning. In fact, it is a fundamental trait of humans to attach meaning to the objects they perceive in the world, or better say, we perceive in the world as I'm human as well, and to relationships we create with others and similar. So meaning is related to conceptual thinking, which in turn draws, uh, draws from perception, and perceptions can be false as often as they can be true. And this is why branding can be so effective. It just does not have to be true. And here's the problem when we try to apply this approach to employer branding. Let me just note, there should be a clear distinction with strategic employer branding management and recruitment marketing. So recruitment marketing is how your company tells its story through content and messaging to reach some targeted top talents on the market. You can have a uh, recruitment marketing without having employer brand management and that kind of disconnected approach will often not lead to all the benefits you can gain from having employer brand management processes. You should have clear understanding that those two things are different in a way. So all three points mentioned above, so we had that employer branding is communications and storytelling challenge, that it's external challenge, meaning addressing only external uh, um, talent, and that activities are usually with short-term goals. So all those three points are completely opposite to employer branding and how it should be managed. Product branding is about persuading me to go buy some ice cream. And employer branding is about persuading me I should go to work. I think you can guess that's not the same. The perception you will get from interacting with a product can be whatever you want it to be. But the perception I will have about some company as a, as attractive employer can as well be whatever I want it to be, but only until I actually go and work there. Then it will not only be a perception, it will become a reality. The meaning I have assigned to that company will be empirically tested and, and evaluated. I can be persuaded about some amazing work culture only until I actually go and start working there. And the problem is if there is a gap between the perception or the campaigns the company is trying to push on the market and convince me and influence my perception, and on the other side, the difference between what actually employees in that company experience in everyday life, if there's a gap between those two, then when I probably uh, try to call someone who works there to ask for some information or references, there is a high probability that 
those experiences and feedback will differ from the perception the company is trying uh, to present to me via their campaigns and I will probably not apply. Hence, employer branding or in this, in this sense, it's more recruitment marketing strategy failed to achieve its purpose. This should clearly point out why employer branding is not external challenge, perception, trick or amazing blog or video post about your company. It always starts and will start with the only thing which is real. How does it feel to work at your company and why people want to stay and want to join your company? I have never heard someone said, I have joined because they had an amazing Instagram page or I guess I liked stock photos on their job ads. Let's reimagine how we approach work and management. Employer brand will be at the heart of this podcast but we will try to explore other roles and rules by which companies are governed today. The goal is to make you, my dear friends, feel the excitement about new ways of making an impact at work. Thanks for joining me in this episode. If you don't hear from me before Christmas, I wish you all the best for the holidays and lots of success in 2020. Cheers. Oh, well, try not to sing